A very good day to our listeners, uh, to all who may be an audience to that that we are teaching today. This is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International, continuing with the series that we began some while ago that we have entitled There's Only One. So today we're going to pick up on a There's Only One and I've headed today's message, there's only one thing, only one thing that releases the Holy Spirit. It's not our emotions. It's not us trying to whip up an atmosphere. The Bible teaches that there's only one thing, can I say with reverence and respect, that puts the Holy Spirit, pardon me, the Holy Spirit to work, that renders the Holy Spirit active in my and or your life and or in any given context. So let's look at Genesis chapter 1 from verses 1 through to verse 3. And in Scripture there's a thing called the law of first reference and there's a thing called the law of first institution. What we're referring to today would be what we call the law of first reference. In other words, all things work from this first reference founded in Scripture. So that's powerful to understand, because when I understand that to which God referred to first, and that therefrom all things function effectively, I've found a cornerstone of understanding. And so in Genesis 1 verses 1 through to 3, it says, In the beginning, God, there is some solid counsel. In the beginning of anything and everything in our lives that we're about to engage, even where we have become disengaged, in the beginning, i.e. as soon as possible, as early as what might be the case, reference God. In the beginning, God. In fact, John 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning was the Word. And so in the beginning of any situation or circumstance, can I say even the good, the bad, or the ugly? As soon as possible, in the beginning stages, or as soon as I have an understanding and take its opportunity, go to the Word of God. And so the Word of God is the cornerstone. It's the starting point. It's the base we make first reference to. We never go to another source. We never knock on the door of another. Other than the door of another is bringing me to an attention that's focused on the Word of God. Because from that, as we now read, we see that the Holy Spirit is, can I say, deactivated. And so let's look at it again in Genesis 1, verses 1, and reading onward there from up until verse 3. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Then it says, The earth was without form in verse 2. So there's some stark difference here. Because God doesn't create something that's without form. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and then there appears to be prospectively a large portion of time that may have taken place. What happened in that time, were well, many speculate. Uh, there was something that we're not aware of, but there was some kind of cat catastrophe. Some say it's perhaps when Satan, who was then Lucifer, was thrown out of heaven. I suppose verse 2 kind of does represent him, because it says in verse 2 that the earth was without form, and void, and darkness 
was in the face of the deep. Well, God created all things, not from something. No darkness preceded God. God isn't darkness. God is light. But now the earth or the status, may I say, of one's life can represent things have no form. They are void. They are dark. They don't represent the vibrancy of God's intention for our lives. And so you can see a typology. It says the earth was without form, was void. In other words, lacking in substance. And darkness was on the face of the deep. But just the key. It says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Well, why was the Spirit of God not doing anything about this void, dark, without form situation that precedes in verse 2? It says, and the Spirit of God was hovering. If you can see a, a reverberation, kind of like a hovercraft, just the Spirit of God hovering, seemingly not wanting to or not able to, more better understood, being able to do something about the situation. But verse 3 now lets us into what releases or with reverence puts the Holy Spirit to work in my regard. Because verse 3 says, And then God said. So when God spoke and or when we speak and do the word of God, we release the Holy Spirit to bring about a conception, as Mark 4 talks about the Word of God as a spora or a sperm. When we speak or live or embrace the Word of God and begin to do the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, there's a conception that takes place. Immediately, something starts to grow. So the Holy Spirit can be hovering over your life and mine, but the only thing that releases the power of the Word of God through and by the Holy Spirit is when we embrace the Word of God, speak the Word of God by faith, and have a corresponding of, action, of, of faith action to the Word of God. When we do the Word of God, there's a conception that takes place, and things start to change, and light starts to enter our lives. The same precedent is found in the book of Luke, in the case of Mary. And it says, Then the angel of the Lord, in Luke chapter 1, verses 35 through to 38, it says, and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow or cover or reverberate or will hover over you. So he has the Holy Spirit. He's hovering over Mary's womb. But nothing can be done until the following. So it says the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing is impossible. All things are possible with God. So yeah, the Holy Spirit is giving Mary a word. But Mary had to receive the word. If she didn't receive this word by faith and say that that I'm about to read to you, Jesus Christ would not have been able to come to the earth. Mary had to receive this word. Yeah, we have the Holy Spirit hovering over this word. But Mary had to concur with and say and have appropriate corresponding action for this word to take effect for Jesus to be born in her womb. For verse 38 says, Then Mary said, 
She spoke the word that was spoken. The Holy Spirit hovering and waiting to be in conception to that word. says, Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And immediately the conception of Jesus Christ took place in Mary's womb. So friends, my encouragement is this. To go to the word of God. The spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is hovering over the word of God. But it can only be released. There's only one thing that releases the Holy Spirit. And that's the word of God. And the word of God must point to a person and his name is Jesus. If we go to the word of God and we're not finding Jesus, there's no matter for which the Holy Spirit can bring about a conception that realizes a transformation in our lives in any single area of our lives. Trust the word of God. Go to the word of God. Speak the word of God. Have appropriate corresponding of action to the word of God. And the Holy Spirit will bring a conception that will transform and bring you out of brokenness and destitution and hardship and failure and hurt in our lives. Trust the word of God. We have the Holy Spirit hovering over the word of God, reverberating over the word of God, waiting to be put to work. Trust the word of God, speak the word of God, do the word of God, and conception will take place in your life and mine, in any and every area of our lives, be that marriage, be that family, be that business, be that employer, be that employee, be that any context in our lives. Trust the word of God, appropriate the word of God, and it puts the Holy Spirit to work. For the sword of the Spirit is the word of God. So this is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International signing off and saying thank you for listening to this teaching. I trust it's been a blessing to you for it has the potential for it's the word of God to transform your life. Look us up on foryourgood.net. That's our website. Send us an email to info at foryourgood.net or inquiries at foryourgood.net. Go to our website, download our free free resources. There's a growing range of resources that we're posting. Be blessed by the Word of God. Trust the Word of God. It has the potential and the power to transform your life in any circumstance, in any situation. The Word of God is powerful. So again, this is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International saying, God blessed is the rest of your day and week. In Jesus' name.